Yo guys, welcome back again to uh, the fourth episode of the the Bad at This podcast. I just came back from my enlistment party. Um, technically a day ago. Right now is one a.m. on the twenty sixth of June. Um, yeah, I had this I had this party on Friday and Saturday. I booked a morning slot for the beach club and I booked a hotel to follow up with it later on. And you know. I thought I thought it's gonna be the day of you know chilling, you know just going to the beach club, and you know enjoying a few drinks, not getting too drunk, and then after that going to the hotel, and you know just chilling. But uh, you know we ended up going into a bar, um, you know shout out Puzzles Bar by the way. It's a it's a really good bar, but we ended up going there. We ended up spending like two hundred dollars, and uh, yeah, I got I got pretty drunk. I could admit, okay, I got pretty drunk with some. Uh, I haven't drunk. I haven't drank in a while, by the way. I, like this is the first time drinking in like a month, and uh, yeah, this really brought me back to, like uh, my my post secondary school days, you know, where, um, chalets were a thing, and uh, yeah, this is okay. This is pretty much like the second time that I got drunk my whole life. I don't remember getting drunk, a third, a third time, yeah. Because for me, I. My tolerance is pretty low, and I know that. And also the fact that uh I get the Asian flush really easily. So these factors. I'm I'm really aware of. That's why, I try not to drink too much. I try not to push the limit. But, if the alcohol is sweet. And you can't taste it. I'm I'm going all in. Like you know, yesterday we bought these two towels, and uh, it's. This concoction of gin and soda, and when you when you when you drink it, you couldn't you couldn't taste it at all. When you drink five sips in a row, yes, you can taste it a a little bit, but 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 yeah, you can't you can't taste it at all. So I'm like, okay, when we are like half a tower down, I could feel the effect of it, but I, you know I just kept going because, uh, you know the mandem, they just keep. Encouraging me to you know go on and you know I became drunk and uh I suggested for second tower and that's how I became more fucked more fucked up, and uh I ended up vomiting, thank God in the, um the the toilet of the pub, but uh Sabri on the other end uh who is the other guy who got drunk with me vomited, right after his right right when I left the the bar for the hotel. He drank because we got uh because it was my enlistment party you know and uh we got free shots from uh our our friend our buddy who works there Josh V, uh yeah he took a shot of the killer and vomited all over uh the table so he has a fifty dollar penalty to pay, and yeah you know, I I really regret my decision of uh agreeing to go there, last night, so yeah yeah man. Alright, but you know, we're, we're making it up with another podcast right here. I'm in the mood to finally do another one of this. I'm trying to push out like four more other episodes before I leave in two days. So yeah, um, I'll do like two episodes for the for the rest of the, for the, for the remaining days that I have. So I'll probably do like two more today and two more tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, I'll try to pre-schedule all of this. Maybe, okay, maybe I would, you know, have two episodes a week from the third week onwards of this podcast. Um, yeah, we'll see. I Because I really don't, don't, don't feel like extending it to, like, the seventh week. Because right now, I'm on episode four. If I were to, if I were to record, like, another four episodes, that's, like, eight. That's, like, eight episodes. That's enough for eight weeks, which... And I don't think I'll actually need eight weeks... Of silence of not doing any podcast because um I'll be back in like um two weeks right for my for my BMT that's like yeah I'll be back after two weeks I'll have a weekend off and I guess I can you know record one more episode during that weekend and uh you know from 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 that week onwards there'll be a book out every week and I'll record like one episode. Per, per book out so uh there'll there'll be abundant there'll there'll be a, an abundant of media coming over to you guys. 
so yeah but um i'll think about it i'll think of uh the schedule in the future but right now i am bald and i am sunburned for the sunburn part i really do not get it because uh i've probably spent like less than half an hour out in the sun uh in the beach club because uh yesterday was kind of like a really really cloudy day and you know the sun wasn't really intense and it wasn't really out for that long and most of the time we had our umbrella up that's the thing so i really i i really don't get the fact that i'm really really badly sunburned like this is the worst sunburn i ever had in my life this is the first sunburn i had with my shirt off so my chest and my shoulders are affected is mainly you know my forearms and my biceps and my triceps you know that that the area where i'll get sunburned because most of the time when i'm out in the sun i'll have a shirt on such examples such as you know there's examples such as playing football or you know hiking where i'll get the sunburn so there's always this prominent sunburn line this tan line that i have uh, right around my arm yeah so i'm not i'm not used to to, to, to getting sunburned in places such as my chest Alright, but that's the first. I am glowing red right now. If you guys could uh could, could actually see me. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh you know of course I'm bald because it's an enlistment party, so you know. Uh it's kind of ritualistic for NS guys to um shave their head before going into uh your BMT because you have to be bald for BMT. Yeah. And I definitely do not want to pay the the bubbles over there two dollars just to get my head shaved and um uh, I'm pretty sure that half of the guys that are enlisting with me would not have shaved their head and they would have went to BMT to shave it instead. So I really do not want to queue up with them. You know, I want to be unique. I want to show up bald, you know, show that I'm prepared and all that. And I'll say that I don't actually look as bad as I thought I would look uh, with my head shaved. And I do have a really big head, but a really, really small face. That's what I realised. Uh, from sharing my head, uh, but but other than that, I think I look alright. You know, right now I just need to get a better fitting cap. Uh, yeah, the fun fact is my head is so big. Uh, most of my caps that I bought, I could not fit in them, like like ever. So I would need to get like a bigger cap with better branding on it. You know, maybe a Nike branding on it. <laughs> alright, so um, let's get on to uh the episode that I have in store for you guys today um it's about religion and this is a really really special um um, topic for me to actually touch on because religion has been a really really huge like is is is, it plays a really really big part of my life up to you know this moment especially and yeah so uh let me just give you some background on my uh former religion like my official religion you know, from the start. So when I was born, um, I was immediately considered Christian, because my of course my parents are are Christians. But yeah, so that that ultimately just makes their offspring a Christian. So uh, yeah, I was Christian too since birth. Um, I uh, I attended this mega church called FCBC Faith Community. Oh my God, I don't actually remember the long form. Faith Communist Baptist. Communist. Is it communist? Hold on. Wait, hold on. Let me just Google. Oh my god, I, I really forgot. Faith com Oh, Faith Community. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to say communist. Okay, Faith Community Baptist Church. So yeah, we so yeah, this is a pretty well known uh a mega church in Singapore. And yeah, we, we, we attended it since I was like uh, the age the age of uh three, I think if I'm not wrong, my parents used to attend a smaller church before that. And yeah, since the day that I was inside this this church, I I attended it religiously. I of course I attended it re- religiously, but uh, what what I'm trying to say is I attended it every week. I remember, and uh, um, yeah, at first I didn't actually like it, because we have to go, sacrifice our Sundays just to spend time in this church to sing songs and dance and 
that's how I saw it last time and I didn't like it at all because why take out a Sunday or Saturday actually just to just to sing and dance I hate singing and dancing it's horrible and they force you to sing and dance and shit man that's not me I don't have any groove in my body alright it's not it's not me I just hate it and yeah um, you know the most vivid memory okay like uh, when like the most earliest memory I had with this church was when I was in like kindergarten or like maybe just starting primary school around the ages of 6 to 7 uh, you know, we were in this, like, church, uh, kids club. Yeah, that's what they, you know, is they, they do have a name for this club, but I just don't remember. Uh, yeah, but we were in this kids club where, uh, they had the lower primary kids in it. So, uh, from P1 to P3. So, uh, you know, if you think about a Christian kids club, of course, there'll be singing, there'll be more singing and there'll be more dancing, which I fucking hate because I hate it because... Of the fact that okay, I'm fine with them doing it, but it's the fact that they force you to do it. There'll be worship. Worship will be like half an hour long. That's 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 really too long, in my opinion, for worship. Because how how much energy do you do you think we have to sing and dance for half an hour, bro? No man. But they force you to sing and dance and shit. Okay, not outright. You know, when they don't catch you singing or, or, or dancing during worship, they won't call you out. But it's the fact that uh, my cell leader, okay, us, uh, you know, cell leader is the is uh you know, usually it is is usually like an older person who's leading your whole cell group. A cell group is is a community, is a group um of of uh kids the same age as you. So how so how how cell groups work is um. They, they, they actually gather uh, kids who are going f- to my church and they split us up into small little groups and these are called cell groups, you know. Uh, they could split up, they could split kids up based on their gender, their ages. Yeah, they try to get as many people into this group that uh, are similar to, to you, you know. Your age, your, your, um, your gender. And they try to have this community so that uh we support each other and we we uh remind each other to come to church i guess that's the whole premise of cell group uh yeah and we have this leader who's most most likely like a bit older than us uh but when i was in this uh kids kids club in my church it was this teenager and what he would do was when we were having uh this discussion, he would always force me to like be more into worship. Um, what he means by more into worship is pretty much just dancing harder, dancing harder and wilder. And yeah, is yo they for kids worship they will have these other kids on stage doing all these awkward ass dance moves that is like Christian certified. So there's no ass twerking, there's no ass shaking, there's no dick air humping and what they will do is they'll go up there have three kids three three of these dancer ass kids go go up there and have these weird ass dancers and we are and we are like forced to kind of like um imitate them as the song is going on and as the band is playing and i hate it man nah is this this is how they're trying to get us involved into loving god by dancing our asses to religious as Christian as songs, and yeah, at the time I just didn't get it. Okay, maybe. You know. They just want the the, the energy to be up, but uh yeah, and then I just I just I just didn't get how this was helping us with our journey with God. I mean, today I also don't get it, but maybe they have their they have their reasons. But that is like the number one point of time where I was really. Where I felt like hell nah man, I just don't want to be here. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like the very first memory I had on uh why I didn't want to spend the rest of my life here. But thank God, um as we age we moved in into different uh types of worship and different types of services that are way different from how they conduct uh the kids services and uh I felt more at ease because they don't force you to dance. And they don't have these dancers, this dance, this dance people on stage, so yeah, that kind of eased me into it. So I 
and you know it's it's way more enjoyable after that but that still didn't help um me to find the reason why I kept going back there so the standard answer on why people would actually go to church is to seek God and is to stay in his presence but honestly I've in my whole life I've never ever felt what it's like to find God because I never experienced God bro honestly honestly and you know when 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 I ask uh you know my you know people who are more acknowledgeable in this field why I don't do it why I don't don't experience God they just tell me oh yo you just don't trust God enough yo but how how the fuck do I tell God himself that I trust him honestly it came to the point where I just gave up and I told them oh yeah God finally contacted me the other day when uh I was about to shower and he said like um I'm here and your life is at peace and just go on son yeah it came to the point where where I just like to uh you know my pastors and uh my 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 cell group leaders like yo I contacted God finally at the age of um seven years old yes you know I'm definitely not proud of lying uh just so that I can move on with my life it's because of the fact that my church people they are just so kind and they are just so help they are, they are just so loving and helping they would actually give their time and do anything that they could just so that you get you get the connection with god you get to talk to god you get to meet god hypothetically and uh that's that's the whole premise of being christian it, you know is is being kind hearted and uh loving to whoever surrounds you and I love that aspect of Christianity where they teach you how to be a really nice human being and uh, to act just like Jesus Christ himself yeah so yeah oh yeah um, that's why I I love the religion is the fact that they teach you many life lessons where you uh, you know where you take it where you take it in every week you know with their sermons you know so um, how church service works is uh okay for my service we have worship at the start for like at most 20 minutes or the most I've been in was an hour but alright that's for another time uh yeah so after worship there'll be this sermon this sermon and this sermon lasts for about an hour an hour uh so what a sermon is is the head pastor or the pastor would actually go up uh on the stage and he would you know pull up these different Bible verses and uh, explain what it's meant to be about and how we can apply it uh, into our lives. And uh, this this part is really meaningful because you know you get to take in the word of the Lord and you get to uh, apply it to your life. And usually it's on a topic or a problem that we face as humans in our everyday life. Yeah, so it's 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 actually quite 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 wonderful. You can just pull out shit from this Bible. And that had that has been written like tons of years ago, and you can just apply it to your life. So um, all was smooth sailing. This was how I left, how I lived as a Christian, uh, for like, for like birth till I was eighteen years old. So that's eighteen years of my life. This is how I how I live as a Christian. I pretty much just went to church every week, um, just to um get the most out of this sermon and uh also. For, with my for myself group yeah that's the reason why i i actually stuck to christianity as a whole uh during my whole 18 years of living up to the pandemic hit and i was you know we were all stuck at home for a few months uh but for me i i still at school uh the only the only um change that i had was i just didn't go out and that means I didn't go to church, right? So this was kind of like the turning point in my religious uh, walk, in my religious journey. I started to get involved with, with um, with a lot of podcasting. Yeah, so there, there there's a variety of, of podcasts that actually um talk about religion, and uh, they talk about this 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 different um, yeah, their, their different ideas on it and. 
yeah, I just kind of took it in and I started to be more open-minded and I started to question my religion. That's the thing. And, um, you know, in Christianity, you don't question your religion because that's a sin. I mean, there's a lot of sins in, in Christianity, but uh, one of the most major sins is uh, to question your religion because that's essentially doubting God. But I was just doing that anyways, you know. I started to um, take in the science aspect of explaining religion away. And that's when I really, really started to doubt the religion that I deem myself, that I, that I believe. You know, I started to have questions such as, if God is so powerful, why don't he just defeat, the de- defeat Satan himself? And uh, same for the Big Bang Theory and Genesis. So for Christians, we believe that uh, God, you know, took like seven days to create the earth and the whole universe. But for science, we believe that uh, the Big Bang happened and the whole universe was uh, was created. And yeah, I, I'm i starting to believe that I'm, it's, it's, it's facts that the Big Bang really did happen. It's scientifically proven. And also it's the fact that I couldn't... Uh, I just didn't like the fact that I was, you know, it's, it's just really restricting to be a Christian. There's a lot of rules set for you to abide with, um, to actually, yeah, to, to, to actually abide with uh, for the rest of your life if you want to live as a Christian. So essentially, I just, um, I just made up my mind to kind of follow through with being an agnostic, but at the same time, I was still Christian, if you get what I mean. So, I was sinning already because I'm doubting God. So, I call myself the unholy holy man sometimes. <laughs> okay, but it's not all that bad, alright? Um, you know, as my time, as okay, for, for my 18 years of, li- of living as a Christian, I did come up with a, a lot of good good stuff, man. Like, Christianity really teaches you how to be kind and how to help people and how to bring peace to the world. And that molded into my personality right now. Uh, I'm helpful. I'm kind. That's what I believe. Um, you know, friends who are listening to this, please back me on this. But um, I do consider myself to be kind and um, help and loving and, and uh, helpful and friendly to people. That's one of the good things that came out of it. But that's a guarantee because uh, they taught us in in uh, Bible school that we have to have this, um, you know, attitude. We have to be loving and, you know, we have to be lovely to, to the people that you meet. So that people would see the that, oh, you're a Christian. This is how all Christians uh, behave. And they would be more inclined to joining your religion, which I really find untrue because... Why would you join a religion just because a group like people who belong to it are kind and loving and they are the role model material for your kids? Yeah, because all religion actually preaches um you know, this this, this attitude of, of, of uh being a decent human being. And yeah, I just don't get that part of it. But I love the fact that they push it they they push this agenda really hard and uh it 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 uh it really that it really set it really left an impression on me, uh, which I still keep in mind till today. Which is be kind to everyone and be a decent human being. That's all that matters to anyone from uh all type all different uh backgrounds and religions. That is really all that matters. Religion really doesn't matter to a to a a, a average human being right now. And of course, I also um forged many good friendships uh in the religion. Uh, right now, I'm still inside my cell group, which consists of um, about eight kids. Uh, not eight kids, eight, eight, eight people of my age who I know since um, the start of primary school. You know, the start of getting into uh, this kids' worship service that my church has. Yeah, so I've been through my highs and lows of my life and their life for this 10 plus years. And uh, yeah, there is this bond and there's this connection that we have to each other. But we are not close, I'll say. I don't know them personally, but uh, I've been with them for 10 years and for 10 years or more. But yeah, so 
if if you guys have been with someone for ten years, meeting them once a week, for ten years for the past ten years of your life, you would just feel this bond with them. And for me, that's how I get reminded of God is whenever I hang out with them. Yeah, because that's what we sh- we have in common, uh, which is the belief in God or Jesus Christ. But for for today, for today. I won't consider myself a 100% Christian, right? I consider myself as an agnostic uh, because I'm open-minded to really um, believing in a different mix of uh, beliefs from different religions or, you know, from my own self-belief. Yeah, and I really could not consider myself as a Christian anymore because um, I'm, not, I'm not committed anymore. But I still attend church because, uh, as previously mentioned, I am part of a cell group. And uh, that is the main reason why I actually uh, still go to church till today. But I believe that, you know, you should be able to believe what you want to believe or follow what religion you really want to follow. Um, just don't push your beliefs to other people, I guess. Yeah, because uh, that's, a, that's a douchebag move. And we definitely had some people, tr- you know, maybe in school or out in public that tried to push it a little bit too hard with their religion. And uh, for the Singapore context, I'll say, okay, don't quote me on this, but they are the Christians that really go too far, you know, sometimes. Uh, that's because, okay, may- okay, this is personally, this is what I feel. Uh, in, ch- in church, they try to... They, they, they try to get their followers to um, get more people involved with uh, their church and try to bring more people in. And uh, yeah, so especially when I was younger, uh, maybe like um, the the earlier part of secondary school, uh, they would really encourage and push um, us to actually try to get our friends into the doors of church. And we failed, and when we failed to do so, they would just tell us like, "Oh, you're simply not praying hard enough. Pray that, <laughs> pray to pray, pray to God that uh he'll persuade your classmates to come." And for the record, I've never actually brought anyone to church who are, who are not Christian in my life ever. But there there was this time of my life where I would just go to school and I would try my best to get people to come to my church. But uh, I always fail because I try not to push push too hard if they say no they say no you know um you know but some but there's there are a few times where where, where people ask why and i try my best to explain it but uh it did happen but that's the way you should that's like the most you should go to go go to uh to get people to come to your church or your religion uh you know whatever you believe in uh to try to convince them and try not to push it but um in singapore the christians man like i remember there's I did. I did get a. I did get approached a few times recently. Um. So there were this. Let me just try to recall it. But what I remember was this was last year, and uh, I was walking out of school. So I was walking out of school, and you know, uh, for 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 Nanyang Polytechnic, it's connected to the bus interchange. So there is this long ass shelter that leads from the bus interchange to uh your to the school. So I was walking out of school along this uh sheltered walkway towards the bus interchange and you know there were these like few people over there and uh you know I thought they were kind of suspect they they were they were they were a bit they were a bit out of place they looked out of place they were just they were just there with a clipboard and just looking around just looking for 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 people so okay I could they just they they didn't struck me as Christians at first I just thought they were surveyors they were researchers they were that were that were asking honest questions to passerbys I just so I just walk walk past by them try not to have eye contact because if you have eye contact with them your it's done they're gonna approach you and they're gonna sell whatever shit they want to sell to you uh but I'm I'm an, an approachable guy so of course I'll get approached by them. Um, so, what they said first was, they tried to pull me in with a survey, alright? So, let me tell you what this survey is about. This, uh, this survey is about COVID. I mean, that that's a low-hanging fruit because we live in a time 
actually last year yeah 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 last year covid was still kind of relevant it was it was starting to end it, its relevancy so they were like oh let's just put a covid survey here so okay back to the story right so it was this covid survey and there were a few questions on there they were like oh what's your views on covid right now what's your uh, do you have covid do you have people affected by 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 covid so i'm like all right this is this is just a honest um harmless survey that these surveyors are doing yeah so at that time i thought they were just surveyors they were just two okay it's um this that there were just these two surveyors one of them i could clear, clearly tell uh was a student and like because he's of a much smaller stature and uh he's uh he he, he didn't talk much and one of them was way older so I uh, so I thought oh okay so they were just honest re- researchers I did uh, I did their 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 questions, uh but these were spoken questions so pretty much they just named they just spoke it they just spoke this they just read this question out, and they pretended to fill in the answers that I was that I was giving, and the last question that they asked was. Do you know how many how many people died from COVID, and uh, I just threw a ballpark number out. Uh, f- you know, for the single for the local context, I just said like, oh, um, fifty people died in Singapore, I guess. And they're like, they, and they fight back with this stupid ass answer, which is, just imagine, how many people could be saved, by the love of God. Man, it's just stupid, yo. And I'm not even kidding. This is what they this this is what this is what they actually said. Um, if you're an if you're a student from Nanyang Polytechnic, you will have most likely met these people. But uh, yeah, and I was like dumbstruck. I was like, yo, the fuck, you guys just like catfished me into thinking you guys were researchers, but you guys were really just trying to preach the word like that. Yeah, and I felt that that was that was inappropriate because like they tried to pull people in, in into thinking like they were researchers, they were um you know student surveyors, trying to get results for their project or something. But they just struck you with oh um we are just Christians trying to pull you into our in into our religion. Yeah, uh, but they were just they were, they were they were two lovely guys, man. You know, I just had a conversation with 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 them after they struck me with with that. With that, uh, with that, with that statement that they that they threw out at me right at the end of the survey, but, uh, yeah, they were lovely. You know, I had this chat with them, saying like, oh, I, I was a Christian, uh, but I'm agnostic right now, and I argue with them regarding science, science and faith. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's just one example of uh how, the Christian the the followers of Christianism, in uh in Singapore could actually push it a bit too much. In this fact, it's not. It's they're not really pushing it that much. It's it's just that they tried to pull me in, uh, using these questions of COVID. Yeah, but I felt a bit vi- violated with that, right? Because I was just it just wasted. It wasted about fifteen minutes of my time. And but but then again, I was kind of free that day. I was just walking home from school, man. In my case, it was just a really really bad blueprint plan that uh this this church has. For 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 trying to pull in young people from my school, oh and um, the next week, when when I was doing my my the same routine, you know, of uh going to school, for two hours and then coming back home, as I was walking home, uh okay not 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 walking home, walking to the bus interchange. I was met with another person, <laughs> and uh once I saw this person, I. I just kind of know. Oh, I I was reminded of last week. And I was like, oh, he must be that Christian guy, man. But you know, I didn't assume. But so yeah, I just continued walking, and he eventually proposed me, and he did same shit again. He was like, all right, you want to take a survey of a uh, COVID, and I immediately retaliated with, is this the Christian shit? And if it is, please just um you know fuck off. I've been approached by 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 you guys last week, and uh, I just didn't like it. And he was like, alright. <laughs> Yeah, and I just went my way. Uh, but for my case, it's not it's not ex- extreme, you know the way the way they are trying to push their religion. But um, we've definitely seen videos of uh Christians trying to preach their, you know, trying to push other people to um go into their church, you know, 
Um, I do remember one of my friends being approached by one of them and she videoed it down and it's this Chinese guy who's uh, trying to get them to uh, follow Christianity and uh, he was just trying trying to argue why why, 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 why they needed to join the religion ASAP but he was doing it in a way that was very provocative uh, and uh, yeah I just felt that, that, that it was wrong because it was, it was just these two ladies who were enjoying their Saturday smoke break <laughs> and he just approached them and he, and he started rat- rattling to them about uh, why they were going to hell because they 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 weren't following um they 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 weren't following his religion and that's just wrong because all religions in this world essentially believes that oh they they are they are this particular religion that they are following is exclusive and premium and everyone in on this earth has to join this religion because it ultimately leads them to nirvana or heaven but the next time you meet these people I think you know try to give them uh you know a peace of mind on how you actually feel. Um, yeah, and, and you know, try you know, try not to uh, be too rude to them. I guess, um, you know, try to explain how you actually feel about what what they're doing, and uh, try to explain your side of 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 your beliefs. Um, and you know, you guys could actually have a decent conversation with them. And uh, Christianity is also really restrictive with um with 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 their rule set, you know. One of the most famous um rules that, that that Christians abide with is the whole premarital sex thing where you can't have sex before you marry which uh in my opinion just is just is is it's just sad. It's just you know it just doesn't make sense to me, right? Okay, but you know Christians, you know, especially teenagers uh they'll kind of find a way around it okay so this is kind of a myth that okay not a myth but it's kind of like a folklore that's been going around uh in in the christian community um this is what i heard of so what kids would would actually do to to kind of tiptoe around uh the subject of losing their virginity is all these teenagers would do anal instead of um put shoving it up the vagina so that they would technically lose their inner virginity but not their real virginity so yeah th- that was how christian kids um do it <laughs> yeah so uh this essentially just shows you uh how christianity could try to contain you but uh just yeah we'll you know us christians will just find a way to tiptoe around our sins the only time I say I believe in in uh, not having sex before marriage is only when people ask me if I lost my virginity yet, which uh which is a no, def- definitely. Yeah, that's the only time I say it, man. <laughs> Being honest with you guys, you know, all my friends should should know that, you know, because of the countless amount of times I said I believe in um in uh not having sex before marriage yeah and that's how i escaped the question by using uh my religion for it but you know right now i'm putting out there that i'm agnostic so i don't think i can i can do it anymore <laughs> but i'm telling you man um some guys some of these christian guys out there man <laughs> i swear i'm not the, you know, the only one who's doing this i bet there's like tons of christian guys out there who's just doing this they get questioned about how many pussies they they get in their lifetime and, and they're like, alright, no, no, I can't do that shit, you know, I'm Christian. But yo, deep down they're like, yo, when's next gonna when am I gonna get some pussy? But yeah, that's that's my current situation right now. But um since I'm releasing this podcast and officially putting out there that I'm agnostic, uh, but going to church, yeah, I'm agnostic right now. I couldn't I couldn't use that reason anymore. So yeah, right now, um guys, friends who are listening to this, I'm so sorry. To tell you guys that all these past years that we know each other, the amount of times I've used this reason, I completely am lying to you guys. I do not believe in not having sex before marriage. I believe that you guys should do whatever you want as as long as you guys um you know are above the age of eighteen of course or 
16 um, you know Singapore is laws of 16 yeah as long as you guys are above the age of 16 and the other person is con- you know, consents with uh, sex then yeah go and do it but yeah I'm sorry to tell you guys that I've been lying about it and it's kind of the cheap way out of the conversation because if you think about it you ask someone okay if you ask a serious question about sex and they, and, and they tell you Oh, okay. Imagine your best mates. Um, your your best mate that you're making fun of is a Christian, and you tell him, and then uh, you tease him about not having pussy, and he just says, "Oh, it's my religion, yo. It's my choice." You can't really do shit about it, so you just kind of have to, uh, you know, take it in and like, all right, st- take a step back and say, "Okay, I respect your decision not to lose our virginity." Uh, that 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 is kind of like my experience, at least with uh using with the history of using that reason to escape the question people usually just back off and like alright and and they'll just apologize but um recently uh, my friends are kind of figuring out what I've been up to and my views on this uh and my standings on this uh issue and I think they're catching up to it so yeah um it's it's safe enough to say this and put out this uh um uh, this message that I am agnostic right now and uh, I will no longer be using Christian bailouts, Christian reasons to bail out on any of um any of these situations, right? <laughs> oh, and I'm also gonna wait. There's there's one more point that I actually want to touch on, and it's the difference between religion, religion and you know and spirituality. So like a lot of people tend to mix it up, you know. So. I tell people that I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. So, religion just means believing in a a fixed set of uh, beliefs and a God, you know. But being spiritual means finding your inner peace and being happy and peaceful with yourself. Uh, right now, I'm not happy with myself, but uh, I'm trying to be spiritual and, you know, try to find the right mix of uh, activities or emotions that I have to focus on. Uh, in order to find uh, my place on earth and my reasons to be here. Uh, yeah, so uh, we, we, we don't necessarily have to be both, but uh, it's recommended to be spiritual. You know, uh, Most of your religions actually emphasizes on being spiritual because that's like uh, your pathway. That's like your answer to finding God. If you're spiritual, you'll find God. Uh, yeah, so I believe in that, but I don't believe that you have to have a religion to, to actually make that work. So, uh, yeah, it's essential for us to be spiritual, you know, because uh, this would kind of make our lives better and uh, help us find the many answers that we are yearning for with, uh, with that we have built up in us. Uh, you know, it just, it, it, it helps us to actually find happiness and be at peace with your life. So, yeah, be spiritual, guys. Uh, that's what I have to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm still trying to find, find my ways. I'm depressed as fuck right now. You know, I have nowhere to be. My life is bleak. My future is bleak. Uh, so yeah, hopefully being, being a um spiritual could actually help with that, and uh, I could finally find my footing in life, and finally be happy. All right, so um, I think it's time for me to wrap up this podcast. I, I don't actually have much to say anymore. So thanks for listening. <laughs> for the past 40 minutes of uh, me rambling about my life story my my whole life story about my religion and how um i don't i'm not christian anymore and just me bashing the religion as a whole so thanks for listening to this episode uh, and uh, before you guys go do follow the instagram yes i did create an account for this podcast because a few days ago i realized why am I doing? I'm I'm not doing anything to actually promote this podcast or have any outlets that you know you guys could actually uh communicate to to me regarding the podcast about. Uh, you guys could actually follow, uh, the Instagram page of this podcast at bad at this podcast. Uh, so you guys could could, could uh, send DMs. You know, if um I made a mistake, or if you guys, um uh, thought thought about a way on how how you guys could actually make this better you know you can send your ideas into this instagram you know um sooner or later i will have a email if this uh, podcast grows in size and uh, you know it's big enough for people to actually start 
start talking about it or you know it grows big enough for me to actually be cancelled if I if I were to say something if when when when, when people actually give a fuck on this podcast I would create an email alright okay so yeah do do follow the, the Instagram I do need followers I have zero followers currently uh, that's also because I haven't uh, been promoting this this podcast because I do have this dilemma uh, of really wanting this podcast to do good but also be a bit ashamed of it because you know I'm not I'm new at this and yeah you do you, do you, do you have this do you just happen to have this feeling of just being ashamed like when you start something imagine like you start a, a shop a business and then uh, you kind of just let let other people promote it for you instead of you promoting it yourself because it's it's shameful to be a rookie and sharing to other people like the fact that you just started and you might be bad at this but they should support you yeah i'm i'm having this dilemma right now i don't know why but it's just this shame dilemma where i i have this podcast i'm new at it and i don't think i'm good at it yet but i just don't want to share it to, to other people because i just have this fear of uh, being critiqued badly but yeah that's this i just have to work on it you know this uh this shame and fear of getting a bad critic from whatever whatever I'm doing right now because essentially a bad critic is uh is a motivator and uh it's just an example of how I could use it I could it's, it's a resource that I could use to move on in life and improve on uh this podcast because I really do enjoy uh podcasting as a whole um because I could talk into a mic and I could share my thoughts and you know these are thoughts that i don't actually share uh to 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 a person during our normal conversation because these are really just deep thoughts that i have and i've written down in my in my notes on my phone and on notepads that i find and i just collect them and i just uh summarize them into different pointers and i ramble on them throughout this podcast uh yeah i don't for this for this past few podcasts, I don't actually have a script that I read off from. I do have pointers though that you know, like I just mentioned, so that uh it keeps me on track with the conversation I'm having to you guys. Uh, yeah, because for a normal conversation, okay, if you guys have a normal conversation with, with me, it goes it goes everywhere. <laughs> Because I don't keep track with whatever I say, you know. If I feel like going this way, I'll just go that way, <laughs> and uh, that's not that's not really how a podcast works, you know. You have to kind of follow a timeline, uh, you know, because I'm I'm storytelling right here, and uh, if I kind of go off the rails, it will be annoying for you guys to listen to because you guys will have to skip here and there just to get bits and pieces of the podcast, uh, to make sense. So. Yeah, that's what I learned from um, podcasting from the first episode is the fact that you have to follow this framework, this storytelling framework to actually make a podcast interesting uh, to listen to. So yeah, this is the fourth episode. Uh, hopefully, I did improve by now. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure if my speech problem re- really indeed improved because uh, I did listen to the second and third. I still did realize that I was using buffer words like the ums and the souls and the okays and the like you know you know yeah those words i'm just i, I don't know why i just i just can't cut it out um uh, yeah but every podcast before i start i'll just keep in mind i'll just force myself to not use that word so i'll i'll, I'll get off to a really good start at the you know maybe like the first five minutes or so of the podcast you you'll never catch me sleeping with with all these buffer words but when we're when we're approaching the middle, I'll just completely forget forget about it, you know. Especially if I'm rambling about um a story for for this for this really prolonged period during the podcast, I'll just forget about it. It's also the fact that I'm not reading off a script. That's why um I will have to think on the on my feet and on the spot as I'm telling you guys right now. So I tend to use these buffer words to kind of fill in the blanks, to, to fill in silent moments that I'm taking to think about the next word or the next uh, sentence that I'm going to say uh, regarding the story that I'm going to tell. So uh, yeah, that's what I kind of learned. So uh, I'm starting to 
okay for 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 this podcast right now it's not this whole record it's it, it's not this singular recording that I'm that I'm doing there's it's actually broke, broken up into different recordings so what I've learned is I finish a story I'll pause it and then I'll think of uh the next story or the next segment of the podcast that I actually want to talk about and I'll yeah I'll I'll actually think about it and I'll get the necessary points in my mind before I start so that uh I'll I'll spend less time thinking while recording and uh I'll just edit out um you know the silent moments and at at the at the back and the front of the podcast so that uh this podcast could actually sound much cleaner to you guys uh there's no there's no awkward silence and there's no cutoffs and uh yeah it I'm trying to make it uh sound as if it's a whole singular recording without any breaks but there's a lot of breaks man <laughs> Uh, right now I'm zooming out. Uh, uh, from my GarageBand timeline, and there's like a total of like twelve different clips that I'm putting all together. Uh, for this podcast, for this fifty minutes podcast, uh, yeah, just to work twelve, po- twelve individual clips of me talking to my mic. Uh, yeah, I'm doing this so that you guys don't have to awkwardly listen to my ums or my souls and my okay, and my you know. So yeah, still still improving on it, but uh, hopefully by the tenth podcast, um, I will get it done. I will get this problem eradicated, and you guys would, uh, not have to endure my buffer words and the awkwardness I have in my voice. Yeah. So um, before you guys go, please, uh, rate this podcast. Um, you know, Spotify does have this function on my podcast page to actually give. To actually give your rating, you know, uh, yeah, do be honest about the rating. I'm not, I'm not gonna force you guys to. I'm not gonna tell you guys to 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 give it a, a five star, you know. Just give it, give it a rating that you think is fair, and I will work on, I will work on myself, uh, based on the ratings you guys give. So if you guys give like a three, I'll I'll know that I'm average, and uh, I'll just have to work on, uh, the shit I think I'll need to work on, and also uh, do listen to the previous. Three other podcasts, uh, that's been released like the, the past few weeks. Uh, I release every Saturday, as of now. This is my schedule. I release every afternoon or morning, of uh of uh Saturdays, uh. But uh, yeah, we'll see if I have enough media to actually uh release twice every week from now onwards. Uh, because I'm I'm really accumulating all of the podcasts. <laughs> Of uh, this 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 topics, I'm just I'm just speed recording them, uh, during my my free time before I enlist, so I'm really eager to actually get out to to actually release um, a lot of these um 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 episodes because all of them are bangers and I hate waiting, and I want you guys to hear it asap. So, yeah, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. I guess. All right. Thank you very much for listening. I will uh I'll catch you guys in the next podcast. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great day.